I can't tell. We, uh, I wish we weren't friends. <laughs> <laughs> Brunch! Hit it, boys! Okay, we've reached the uh, dog days of summer isn't right. Like, this is the, the most depressing days of summer, maybe ever. Yeah, usually the summer gets depressing right after the 4th of July, but, like, mainly for summer's ending reasons, this is just, like, summer has been shitty. I don't understand how this summer has happened so far. Like, I've I thought about this summer so much not in terms of like i'm going to take this vacation or i'm going to do these things like literally the bar is so low i'm going to live life i am going to go outside and if like if i get up and i have coffee on my front steps which is a thing i like to do maybe it's just like the area in which i live i live in a place where you'll find like a lot of people sitting on their front steps having coffee and kind of people watching i'm not people watching i'm usually listening to music just having coffee but here's the thing last summer that's kind of where the party had to end. You go outside, have coffee on your front steps, and you're like, back inside. Got the central AC, so at least that's good. But this was going to be... That was like be... your prison yard time. And I, you know, I, I was thinking, I'm like, don't make prison comparisons. Because I think that's a thing. That's something that like maybe five years ago people would do and then not think like, okay, maybe don't compare things to, to prison. Yeah, I'm not but... saying it was prison, but like that was your outside time. Sure. You say it's like elementary school. Yeah, it was your recess. All right, now let me make a prison reference. Being so that if you're not in Massachusetts or New England, this is uh is this this is the 13th day of July and I learned yesterday on the 12th day of July that for the first time ever there was measurable rain in 11 of the first 12 days of july i understand that's a very specific statistic but i'll say it again so you can follow it for the first for 11 of the first 12 days of july in massachusetts there was measurable rain which means it's been rainy all july so fourth of july people had to kind of cut corners and not have like a great outdoor fun thing and if you want to go outside for a run for a walk to like god forbid see people it's just like kind of murky and you're doing the best you can with the weather. I feel like five years ago, I wouldn't care about that because I'd be like, it's summer. I'm always depressed in the summer. Who cares? But after last year, after that pandemic, and here's where I don't take this as a prison comparison. Prison comparison will come in. It feels like when Andy's in the hole in Shawshank and the warden checks on him after, I think, a month, right? He gives him a month in the hole. Mm -hmm. You remember what he says? Uh, I don't remember, but I remember how it ends. He says, "Like, uh, have you like have you have you thought about it? Whatever he's supposed to think about." And he's like, "He's thought about it. Let's give him another month to think some more, or something like that." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Dude, <laughs> Warden, you're horrible." Granted, people don't understand that Andy didn't kill his wife. Spoilers if you haven't seen Shawshank Redemption. I feel like it's that's a pretty good movie. You should check it movie out. Movie we somehow possibly have never spoken about. But uh, we both seen it. People probably just assume that it's a good old movie. So we haven't. They haven't seen it, seen it. <laughs> right? Uh, so the cat's out of the bag. We saw Shawshank this week. <laughs> We're really hot on it. But like the the compare the, the I mean the, the analogy I'm making obviously is like you think something is finally done, like a summer of, of being stuck inside, and yeah. then 
this summer comes and it's like, nah, you're probably going to want to be inside a lot because it's either rainy or the weather just kind of sucks. And I get the blues in the summer anyway, but this is, this sucks. This is really, really horrible. I hate it. Yeah. And like one of the depressing things that I already found out this summer was that uh, mowing the lawn gives me a lot of joy. It's like very therapeutic for oh, yeah. me. I, I I just really enjoy doing it. It's a task. Yeah, and uh, I've just haven't been able to do it for two weeks because it hasn't stopped raining for two weeks. So Man. to like to I'm I usually get depressed when it's like the, when it's this shitty and gloomy and like it's just very fucking it's just such a downer. But like on top of that. Not getting to do a lame thing that's that brings me joy is very, very, uh, very much an extra downer. It's not even like uh, this was supposed to be the summer of George because I think that anybody who is planning their summer of George this summer is like, like relax, baby steps. We were just locked in for that, so long. That and I feel like it's impossible to have a summer of George or a summer of blank because yeah. you're overdue on so much shit and people have been putting off so much yes. shit that like. I have like two weekends free for the rest of the summer because I've got weddings and like backloaded events that people have been putting off. Same. I feel so fortunate to have to check my calendar and even know if somebody says, hey, uh, let's do this this weekend. Like I know what the days of the week are. I feel like through September, and that's not to say like I'm the busiest person in the world, but like I'm making, I've like had to make plans and have events and things. Like uh, when um, Phoebe Bridgers announced her tour and it was like Boston, September 26th, I was like, damn, that's a Sunday. I think I'm doing like whatever on this day. And the rain, I just, I can't take, I can't take the rain. We, uh, the rain has broken us. The ra- I, I have broken by the rain. Uh, we do a thing. Oh, is that a, th- is that, does that exist? The is rain that a thing is in broken. pop culture? No, what? like broken by the rain. Uh, this is, that sounds like a, the name of a hit song. There's a there's a lot of like, uh, have you have you ever seen the rain? Like uh, blank the rain, blame it on the rain. There's a lot of rain things, but broken by the rain. Seems broken like a by the rain, fucking awesome name of something iconic pop culture. At the very least, will make it the name of this episode. That's right, and people will have to talk about it like it's an iconic thing. Because <laughs> be like, oh. Uh, Listen to brunch. These two guys—they—they've uh, been doing it for a while. Uh, which episode should I start with? Well, you—you've—you've you, probably actually already heard broke. Have you heard "Broken by the Rain"? <laughs> you haven't heard that episode of their podcast. It's going to be a thing where you put it on, then you're going to be like, "Oh, this is broken by." Even the Even if you don't I listen to this. brunch, you know "Broken by the Rain." Right? Exactly. It's like when uh, people, like when I was younger, I got a Billy Joel Greatest Hits CD, and I was like, "I know all. I know every Billy Joel song. I know all these things." And I just thought. Uh, like I, I never thought, oh, who sings uh, for the longest time? It's just a song you'd hear on the radio, and you're like, whatever, that's a good song, and move on. But then you see, oh, this is this is what that is. Mm-hmm. When people, when new fans check out Brunch, and they see Broken by the na- by the Rain, they're going to be very intrigued by it. And uh, I think it would be it'd fit within the Brunch experience if uh, we don't throw a particularly good one this episode. No, yeah. If they're like broken by the rain, that is their that is like their classic the seminal episode. The seminal brunch episode is broken by the rain, and they check it out. It's like, hey, I have depression. I say that <laughs> on every episode. Like, oh yeah, it stinks. Hey, do you know that I'm going to give this stat about Massachusetts rain twice? You got it. Yep, we both got it. 
Why don't, why aren't things? Why don't things have rain in the title? Check well, out, they do a lot of the, like November rain. Check out this iconic podcast episode, and it's just two two white guys being like, "How about this weather, huh, dude?" <laughs> so at at work, we do a thing called uh, at at the end of the show, uh, "What's bugging you?" and it's just like a little, little what's grinding your gears. If you got something that's bugging you, you throw it out there. And I, for like two weeks to a calendar year, have been rolling my eyes at people crying about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, oh, they're over the cap. They're literally not over the cap. Mm-hmm. They did every. They they maybe they maybe moved some. They maybe they maybe they maybe got some fortunate timing with their injuries. We'll say might have been some circumvention, right? A little circumvention, but. They didn't break decision of the cap. Uh, I forget. Did you do? Uh, were you a big Arrested Development guy? No. So Job, I did like did like the first episode and a half. Cool. And then like you know the classics. You know like the classic I did the first jokes. like season and a half. Okay. Up until Fuck Mountain. So Job. Um, and I was like, I can't get better than this. Job really struggles with the English language. He um, struggles with articles. He'll like. Like one of his lines, they put up a banner for when Michael shows up, and he says, uh, "Check out banner, Michael." Like he, he just had, doesn't have a great time with the English language, and uh, he he's reading the word uh, circumvent, and he doesn't know what it means, and he's like clearly never seen it before. He's like sir some sir some, and Michael's like it it means to go around. He's like ah oh, yeah yeah the. Uh, the old uh, old reach around. So he tries to he, like walks around his mother later in the episode. He's like, "Excuse me, I'll just circumvent you." <laughs> so, lightning may have done some light circumvention, but it's especially like if you're from Boston, they, they there was a thing called the Mark Savard rule before like Mark Savard unfortunately had his career ended by concussions, and they were like, "Let's not call anything the Mark Savard rule." The people are going to think it's about other stuff, but it was. The, the Bruins were very in on let's circumvent the cap. So anyway, when people, especially Bruins fans, cry about the lightning. Listen, uh, we, we like, know you're talking about Mike, Mike from Woburn. <laughs> Mike from Woburn is in that camp, but I like being able to have the argument with him. But it's not just Mike. Mike, at least, is like fully in on it. But I think they're like, oh, the lightning cheated is like this kind of like throwaway thing and unless you really want to take it to court the way mike from uber has i don't have much uh respect for the argument so after like 40 minutes of me making fun of uh people complaining about the lightning um the my what's bugging you was the weather is bugging me which is like the most vanilla take anyone's ever had in the history of anything mm-hmm. and uh michael holly who i was on with he was like wait a he was like so you mr no one's allowed to complain about the lightning is literally complaining <laughs> about rain. And I was like, eh. Still, like, the, the lightning don't depress me. The rain is, the also, rain I mean, is like, depressing me, right? If now. we're going to talk about the weather and, and the lightning, yeah. it had to be, like, the worst week and a half on the books in the history of humanity for dogs because you had the uh, the the fireworks, which somehow became four days of fireworks because of the weather. Like, because it was raining, a lot of people, like, pushed their fireworks off of the 4th of July, and it became the 5th of July, and, like, some people apparently went to the 6th of the Ju- July or whatever. Fireworks are four straight days, and then, like, the four straight days after that was all thunder and lightning. It was <laughs> the worst week in the history of Penny's life. That's such a good call. Uh, 
happy for Allie Raceman. Got her dog back. Did you follow yes, that story yeah, yeah. at I, all? I, I caught up on it after the fact. That was a lot of uh, get off the internet, DJ. That was like a put your just put your phone away. Stop getting mad at the internet because I saw Allie Raceman lost her dog, and she posts like, "Hey, I've lost my dog. If anyone has any information." Please uh, respond to me. Here's an email address uh, you can post. It's not my personal email address, but like here's an email address and here's a number you can call. Please, any information would be so appreciated. And then everybody proceeded to like comment like, "Oh, I hope your dog. Like, I hope you find your dog and everything," which is obviously like well wishing and mm-hmm. that's good. But like, I feel like if somebody loses their dog and they post like, "Hey, please give me any information you get," and then the they only get responses you want to see, four yeah. million response, you get four million alerts, that's true. and you're getting all these. And I saw she had to post like, "Hey, again, like that's not my personal email address, so please only email that if it's going to be about uh, seeing the dog." Like, and I'm imagining this person like losing your dog must be like having a missing dog must be a horrible feeling fortunately i've never had to experience it but like i can't imagine you probably can't sleep and you're just getting like inundated with all of these like not useful not helpful things that like initially you see like oh i got a comment oh no it's not that yeah it's tough to get mad at anybody there too because like it is well it is like well intentioned right i guess it's just like uh frustration with the internet ecosystem or like the social media ecosystem yeah and we talked about this a bit too with like the the posture knock thing where it's like please respect my privacy oh, and like dude, yeah everybody was talking like and the I people get, like, like rattled I, off like 35 posts about it yeah and like uh, i know that you mean well here but like you do have to consider the like the please respect our privacy thing. That includes like public discourse. Like yeah. do you maybe don't maybe don't like fire up a conversation on the internet about that. Yeah, like, like I don't think that they wanted that to be there. So I I thought about that the the other day. Yeah, it was there was like some uncomfortable stuff towards with that with that. But I think it's like well it's it's well intentioned stuff right. that again like this is this is kind of everyone's first time. On the internet, you know, like it's a, I, I get mad when people are like, if you the dude with sign thing about the emails, if you have like ten thousand unread emails, you're this. It's like you don't. There's no rules. We just right. started doing this. Yeah. We have no idea. Yeah, and how to use it. And I think like over the past however many years, people are figuring out how to be better, kinder people, and like totally. And I think that a lot of people who do have good intentions are just like going about it maybe in a way that. Is is like has consequences that they are not considering. Yeah, but glad Allie Raceman got her dog yeah. back. Glad that that's a good point though. Like thunder or uh, fireworks followed by thunder for a week. That stinks. Do you think that there will at least be a footnote when the story is told of the twenty twenty pandemic? The fireworks element do you remember that part yeah yeah it was just non-stop fireworks every day of the week for like two months yeah everybody just started doing fireworks you guys remember if, if listeners any listeners who are uh who uh older listeners who lived through the 2020 pandemic if you remember that shoot us a text at uh patreon.com the buzz box we'll get to it the we buzz box yeah we might have forgotten yeah about we it. definitely forgot about it but but it's still there yeah the Patreon still hopping. We we don't we uh, we're, we're podcast depressed because of the rain. So 
we've probably forgotten to pump the Patreon. Not positive what we're going to do for Friday, but there's a lot of stuff that we could. There's so much stuff coming out Friday proper. Yeah, to do an episode for Friday. I need. I need. uh, uh, Yeah, I need um, more. Well, I guess. Now the movies are back in theaters, we can we might be able to see something on Thursday, but then we'd have to record late Thursday. Ooh, wait. Because there are a couple of good movies coming out on Thursday that we it's could a possibly couple of really good movies. Yes. Like we're we're ta- two sequels of probably two of the most important films ever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would agree. And you guys know what they are, so we won't even need to get into They need no introduction. Uh so now that it hasn't been introduced did you know that the more classic of the two franchises to which we're referring is not blumhouse did you know that uh i did not i i did know that because i remember we did dedicated a full episode to that i would i guess <laughs> to it not being blumhouse no but we de- dedicated an entire episode to that movie hmm. and we were stunned to kind of find out that it wasn't Blumhouse. But I think that I forgot in the time since that it wasn't Blumhouse. Like, if you had put a gun to my head, I would have said that it was made by Blumhouse. That would be tough. Someone went up to you and they were like, Escape Room, is it a Blumhouse movie or not? You'd be like, That's the well, Escape I feel like Room. The fact that you're asking that question suggests it's not Blumhouse, but shoot, I don't want to get this wrong. What did I see recently that was Blumhouse? Oh, I didn't. I think I wasn't positive that The Purge was a Blumhouse movie. It sure is. That'd be a great game to play. You know, if, if we ever did like a, a live show, a great game to play, like bring someone up, Blumhouse or not Blumhouse. That is a good game. I like that game. Because like, is, Blumhouse has range. Blumhouse, Blumhouse has hella range. And Get Out is a Blumhouse movie, right? Ooh, I don't know. If it is, then. I think that it might be. Then that would be like I'm trying to think of like because I think that I remember like one of our earliest Blumhouse discussions was that they make like a bunch of these shitty movies so that they can fund a uh, like a uh, a banger once every couple of years. Blumhouse Productions, wow! Get out, get out! Hell yeah! We you did. Want to know? How, you want to well. know the easiest way to identify a Blumhouse movie? The title card. That's a memorable one. It is a very memorable title card, and it sort of feeds into my answer here. It's you go to see a Blumhouse movie, but you get there for the previews. Because if you get there for the previews of a Blumhouse movie, you're going to see a preview for like six Blumhouse movies. Dude, the the previews thing, I can't tell. We, uh, I wish we weren't friends. Uh, <laughs> there's the cold open. <laughs> no, like... Because we we've spoken to each th- between like like we have a shared brain now between doing a podcast and like texting each other probably like I don't know like, we probably total like between sixty and a hundred messages back and forth yeah but, like I, I forget what has been done for content and what's been done for like yeah. speaking to a friend. and I don't know if this like feeds into whatever argument that you're gonna make here but I feel like the dynamic of how we like discuss things has changed over the course of the podcast life because. We used to text all the time to like to, to come up with show ideas and to discuss things that like maybe we'll just talk about on the podcast. And I feel like now, over the past however many years, we don't text as much because like <laughs> we're running out of stuff to like talk about on the podcast. And if we continuously text, we'll be like, as we discussed on text this week. Shoot, I was saying I wish that we weren't friends because I can't remember if we discussed 
on the podcast or IRL, I know that we did it somewhere, that the length of trailers has now expanded. Oh, it used to be generally of, like, of like the preview slots. Yeah, so you generally build in 20 minutes. Correct. Yeah, right. yeah, my bad. You generally build in 20 minutes. And now it's like 24 to 26. And at that point, like, that's like past like NHL on NBC stuff where like, yeah, you cautious. know that like they build in like a pregame and everything like that this that just means like hey it's going to start a little later than the time we put down but like when you're starting damn near a half hour after the time you say this is when the movie starts and we got to we got to have a talk we got to figure out some ground rules here because yeah. I like I was rushing to the forever purge I was like I'm going to be late this is terrible I was uh Patty Harrison with the tables, just uh, screaming in the car. Nobody knew what I was screaming about. And then I got there, and I was like, I could have gotten, I could have like breaded the chicken tenders myself <laughs> and made them. But it's not as bad as two out of three men experiencing some form of hair loss by the time they're thirty-five. Depending, as always, this isn't the copy, but I always make sure to put it in. Depending on whether or not they want to experience hair loss like if oh, they are, may not be bad news if they're comfortable with if they're like hey uh i like the, the the bald look then that's fine but if you don't want to be experiencing hair loss then i think you got to consider more than 50 million men in the u.s suffer from male pattern bald, uh, baldness so you might want to Check up on yourself. Make sure that you're doing the things to prevent it, assuming you want hair. Mm-hmm. If you want hair, you want keeps. They offer a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. There's a convenient virtual doctor consultation process. Medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. It's affordable. Treatment start at just $10 per month and keeps offers generic versions. The packaging, again, it's all about comfort. If you don't want people to know that you're using Keeps, then it's discreet. So that's okay. But if you want people to know you're using Keeps, you can go out and get this discreet packaging, pull a Kevin Hart in that commercial, yell at your neighbors, be like, hey, my Keeps is here. (laughs) It's up to you whether you want to Keeps it a secret. That's right. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash brunch to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash brunch to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash brunch. So, uh, yeah, let's get back to Escape Room having a sequel because that is like the most stunning development of all time. They, uh, Do you remember the end? It very much set up a sequel. And I think that we probably discussed, we were like... That was like pretty cocky setting up of a sequel <laughs> yeah. because the Belco experiment did the same thing, right? And nothing came of that. I'm quite sure that's never coming. <laughs> I'd be surprised if that came. Uh, yeah, and like it's never shocking when when a movie like sets up a sequel, even if it's a pretty shitty movie, because I think that all of those movies do that. Yeah, and and like we should know by now that you don't have to have a good movie to have a second right. one of them. So. I'm just more surprised that um, the Escape Room sequel has eluded my attention to this point and the the way that it's presenting itself. It's like Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Like, it's not running it back. It's it's running it back with prestige. Yeah. 
I mean, which is crazy. They, uh, I, I watched the trailer recently, and it seems similar to the first one, except it's like uh, their reality is taken over by escape rooms. Like they're, like they're on the train or something, and they find out that oh shoot, this is an escape room. All the people on this train are escape room people. We gotta escape this room, and I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. The first one was not particularly good it was like it a, was a it was like a it was like a fine it was blumhouse yeah, yeah yeah it was a like a blumhouse level movie i remember the lead was good it was pretty obvious that uh it, like it was pretty obvious that it wasn't necessarily like a final girl thing but like it was pretty clear this is the star of the movie yeah. this is the character we're supposed to like the most and this one's going to be alive she's probably end. going yeah. to live through all this and she did so uh, not major surprises. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm just stunned by the fact that Escape Room is like this. This sequel is, y- you know who we are. We're Escape Room, right? And like, you know who the champions are. You know who, uh, uh like, are the legends of the game. Yeah. Now, who's the champion of champions? And it's like, well, I don't even remember who was in the first movie. Do you think that the third one? They'll do like a first escape room where they show the other members of escape room tournament of champions in their escape rooms. So it's the main girl. It's a dude who really didn't win. I wouldn't say he's a champion, but she like she they saved got his life together. and like brought yeah. him out again. Like, did he win? Is he a champ? I would not say he's a yeah. champion. I don't think his name's on the cup. <laughs> right. But I'd like to see like say it's the main girl that uh the the stiff that she carried and it's like someone named like chris and someone named jennifer maybe the next one will be like jennifer's original escape room i assume that there there's going to be a lot of flashbacks in this one like there'll be champions that they'll be like this is how this person won yeah i think that the 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 story is probably going to be extremely light yeah and they're just going to spend like a bunch of the movie going back to back in time, showing how these people got there, and then also doing the present day tournament stuff. Do you remember the what all of this escape room contestants in the Escape Room One, Escape the Room, had in common? There was one thing that tied them all together. Um, it oh shoot, um, it was a was it a medical thing? It was like a. Uh, insurance type deal? No, you're no. thinking of Saw, Saw probably. Five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were all lone survivors. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like some of it was sad. Like the uh, uh, Jay Ellis's character, Jay Ellis's character was like lost at sea with one of his buddies. Oh, yeah, that's right. And like that was like dark. I think he like killed his friend yeah. to stay alive. But like the main character, like died in a pl- like was it or was in a plane crash with her mom and like her mom died and i'm like why she doesn't have to be she didn't do anything right, wrong yeah. why are you putting her in this thing where she might die it was definitely like torturing like undeserved undeserving people wasn't one of them in like the military too yeah it, that was a weird premise for like hey let's do a saw thing but like half of these people don't deserve to be here yeah one of the uh one, oh, one of them it was one of them had like a th- uh, it was it was a coat there was a storyline about a coat. That, I believe, was, was that J. Ellis? Yeah, yeah it was they, like one of them had to wear the coat. Yeah. There was one coat, 
And I think it was like a t- classic Titanic situation. Yeah. Like uh, he took the coat. Mm-hmm. Rose famously takes the coat and then throws it <laughs> in the ocean years later. It's been 84 years and, then, and she throws the coat overboard. Yeah. And then a guy digs it up, brings it to Brittany, and she's like, I thought the old lady dropped it in the ocean at the end. People forget the Oops, I Did It Again music video has strong Titanic illusions. <laughs> Remember? She says, I thought the lady dropped in the ocean. What does he say? Uh, went down and got it for you. Well, babe. I wish that she stopped him right there. I was like, <laughs> excuse me. I'm not your babe. Uh, he says, well, babe, went down and got it for you. And I believe she says, uh, you shouldn't have. Oops. I. <laughs> That's the real, like, apex. incredible. Yeah. The apex of the 90s. Yeah. Was that even the nineties? Like early two thousand. It again might have been like two thousand ish. The nineties went to until like two thousand two. You should watch. Um, that's true. Like I always say that there's uh, there's like eighteen top ten players in the NBA because all anyone wants to talk about is like, yeah. hey, is Giannis a top ten? Bad example. Giannis is a top ten player. Uh, people be but like, like, you could, hey, is, is like book. Is he a top ten player? It's like, like everyone's you could a top make ten player. A, like a thousand top ten lists, and like none of them would be wrong. Yeah, because there's there so many players that like are in that tier. There's right. There's that, that. So that's exactly it. You tier the players like good, pretty good, great, and then top ten, and there's like <laughs> twenty one players <laughs> in uh, in in top ten. Um, shoot, uh, now I'm thinking about Team USA basketball. Now that we're talking about book because they could use him you following any of this team usa basketball stuff i'm following that they're not doing so hot unbelievable i didn't get they lost to nigeria and everyone's like they lost to nigeria oh, and i was like i don't care it's a exhibition game right who cares then they lost to australia then last like, night they lost to australia and it's like you can you can lose you an can exhibition have one stinker, game yeah and be like it's an exhibition game who cares we weren't trying we have kevin durant jason tatum like we are quite all right but then you just have to go out and like try a little bit and win the next ex- <laughs> right. exhibition it, game. You're allowed one wake up call. Yeah, right, exactly. And they, boy oh boy, lost to Australia too. So now I'm following. Now like now I'm watching those games. Watching Pop, who is so mean. A bit. I, I thought about opening this on a uh, why you got to be so rude to Greg Popovich. Did you see him with the reporter? I mean, that's always been his thing. It's, I've it's, never it's enjoyed one, that. It's one thing if it's like you're going if you're sparring with like. A David Aldridge, yeah, where it's like, hey, he knows what he's getting into, and he can give it right back to you, right? But or, or um, like Craig Sager was a good example because like they had some some like very fun, yeah, and it didn't seem mean spirited. It seems like Greg Popovich is like giving people a hard time for the sake of giving them a hard time when they're not like in on it, right? So this the person asked basically they were like, uh, in years past, you know, you'd have these blowouts, and he he was like, well, you say blowout, but I. If you look at this, this, and this, there weren't blowouts, so I don't know where you're getting that from. And the reporter is like, oh, what, what I meant was, like, in exhibition games, and he was like, excuse me, excuse me, I'm talking. And he's like, yeah, well, I, you just said it, you didn't know what I was saying, so figured I would explain it. He's like, are you going to let me talk? <laughs> and it's like, just let him say, yes, he interrupted, but, like, he's furthering this conversation, so... I'm pleasantly surprised that a lot of times when someone's like rude to a reporter, Penny, Penny lady, come on, Penny, lady, come here. Penny, come here, Penny, Penny. come here, 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 come here
A lot of times when, yeah, a lot of times when like someone's rude to a reporter, it's like, yeah, ooh, make them squirm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, you're just kind of being mean and like embarrassing that person. You're you're Greg Popovich and super right. famous, and everyone loves you. And like, this person's probably like nervous to interview you. Yeah, and... like just just kind of be nice to each other. Um, I got to be mean to Dave season two for a second because I've been. <laughs> It's been like my Twitter punchline of late. Whenever something's bad, I'm like, is this season two of Dave on FXX? Because this stinks. But we haven't actually talked about it. It's The season one was like solid, pleasant surprise. Everyone got behind it. It was like everyone's pandemic watch. Season two really, really stinks. It's like a very bad. bad show. It's bad, yeah. How, have you done a couple episodes? I've done three episodes, I believe, and none of them have been good. And I don't know if I'm going to continue. I'm continuing because... like. It's bad, and I'm... You're, like, like invested in... Yeah, it made in, me check out... I, I went back and watched, like, a random season one episode. I was like, season one was okay, right? Was I just dreaming? And it was okay. Like, season one was solid, but season two... Oi, oi, oi. Don't know what's going on there. I think I'll stick to prison break for now. <laughs> uh, they're out. They got out. Ooh. They got out. I hate to tell you, but yeah. it only goes down from here. <laughs> I've been told. I was told to stop watching after season one. Yeah. And I'm like midway through season two. And there's a, there's just a lot of storylines that I'm just like accepting. I don't understand what that is. And I don't care about this. Like unless you are showing the brothers, mm-hmm. unless you are showing any of the escaped uh, convicts or say or Sarah, mm-hmm. Veronica is if you, spoilers, Veronica is resting in peace. They uh, got rid of her right quick, but unless it's showing those people, like they they brought in William Fickner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was right; he was in it. Oh, really? Did yeah, you remember? I said that last week. I was like, wasn't William Fickner in it? Oh, I probably said no because I was watching season one. Yeah, right. <laughs> so season two, they bring in William Fickner and uh, Kim Coates, who are like the oh, same. Okay. They, they they look very different, but like for all intents and purposes, they always do the same thing. Yeah. So. That whole, like... Kim Coates rocks. Yeah. That whole, like, the company storyline. Yeah. It's... it's I, I don't it just, need... Like, it just became too much. And, like, obviously... I remember when when I was watching it during season one, I was like, what is this show going to be when they get out? Right. Like, because that's what this show is now. And it, you kind of you kind of saw the writing on the wall where it was like, oh, they're going to get, like, too crazy just to make sure that this show keeps going right did you notice they change the transitions once they get out of the uh once they get so remember the transitions the the transitions are like very fast uh like going through like the tunnels uh, of uh the prison okay so like it was a way to keep things feeling hectic it was their version of like the 24 clock Mm -hmm. once they're out they just like show like streets and it's like really fast it's like they're outside they're moving really fast it's okay i'm watching it i don't i think uh, you're gonna lose interest at some I, point very soon i'm gonna i know i'm jumping off soon. yeah it's uh similar to lost i like lost was this great show everybody liked i watched it years after the fact and after like season three or something i was like okay all done was there the scene outside of the motel yet with uh john abruzzi yeah yeah, oh, he's gone. Yeah, okay. That's, that's the last thing that I remember from that. That's Actually, that's not true. Um, there's another big thing that comes up after that. That's the last thing that I remember from the show. Uh, so, John Abruzzi's gone. Um, the kid, Tweener, is gone. Okay. Fickner 
took care of him. Okay. And who else? Uh, I think everybody is still going. Man, T-Bag, I want him out of the picture. Uh, What's-his-face is gone. The Kiri, the guard. Okay. Yep. The one that shakes people down. Mm-hmm. And they think that the other CO did it. Okay. I don't remember those two, but... Yeah. Uh, Belk- Belkin? Belik or something? He was like Belik. The main... Belik. Yeah, 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 Belik. Okay, yeah. Oh, you know what? Where I left off... They arrested him. They charged him with uh, with Kiri, I think is his name's uh, murder, and put him in Fox River. And I'm like, okay, we may have jumped the shark here. Yeah, because he went in and uh, I forget the guy's name, but like one of like the feared inmates was his uh, cellmate. I'm like, okay, classic. Yeah, I'm like, this is uh, this is jump the the shark. Um, but overall. Prison Break, decent watching experience. Uh, was asked this recently, and it was by myself, because I realized this. If you could have one article of clothing be new every day, what would it be? Um, clothing. Does, do uh, sneakers count? Sure. New new pair of sneaks every day. I don't know if, I don't know if you can keep them, though. It's like they vanish. At the oh, end of the so day. like, so they don't just like become like new, right? Like you're you're not like it's loading up. Yeah, you're not like loading up your uh, your wardrobe or anything. So like, mm. say you choose a t-shirt. It's like every day you can put on a fresh t-shirt. But like, is it the same t-shirt? No, it's just like a you. It's a randomized t-shirt, but it's new every day. You want a new blazer every day? Then it'll be a different blazer every day, and it'll look good. It'll be comfortable. Hmm. I think I would say sneakers still. Ooh, that's that's good. I mean, if, if every time someone saw you, you, you were wearing different pair of brand sneakers new, on. like nice sneakers, and like at some point, it, it wouldn't even matter if they were like cool or yeah. nice, because like if you're a guy that has that many sneakers, people think that you're like a sneaker aficionado. Oh, and that, true. Like, if they don't, if they don't like it, they like they're questioning themselves. They're like, yeah, fuck, I don't. I, why are these cool? He's this guy got, clearly knows that that these are cool. Yeah, he's got the. Timbaland uh, like slippers or sl- Timbaland sandals. I'm pretty sure I had those at some point. Yikes! I uh, what's the most embarrassing pair of sneakers that you've ever owned? Uh I'll be honest. I'm not the type to be embarrassed, embarrassed yeah, by sneakers. Or like, what's the uh, what's like the most? I mean, the, these ones. So the, the these ones I wear. Uh, I I'll, if if I ever just like am running out, I'll wear these. And these are like these have to be like four-year-old New Balance running shoes. And I've gotten new running shoes a million times. I've replaced them for whatever reason. These sneakers have never been thrown out. So these are the most like, dude, get rid of those sneakers I own. But uh, I don't think I own... You know what? I owned some... um, I owned some Chucks that had... Like piping on them, they were like Dan Flash's uh, oh boy. Chucks. They were very loud. They're probably stupid in hindsight, and I didn't wear them much. Okay, I think I, I had a couple uh, East Bay magazine specials. Oh, okay. I had uh, I had like the spinners. Oh, Spreewells. Yeah, uh, were they Spree? I think they might have been like off-brand Spreewells. Well, like- so Spree, I'm Spreewells. I think they were shoes they called Spreewells because for whatever reason. Uh, spinning rims were associated with Latrell Sprewell, 
Okay, so I think he might have worn them or something. Um, Let me see his sneaker. I had one. I have a pair of those, and then I also had a pair of the. Uh, I think they were called lugs. Oh yeah, lugs driving shoes. I think uh, was it uh, Funkmaster Flex. Okay, used to advertise those. I had a pair of those. Those were like sort of. Uh, those were like low rise Tims. Uh-huh. They were they were branded as driving shoes. Wow. I okay, had a pair of those. Uh, Spreewell sneakers had spinning rims on them okay so every time you take a step they spin and maybe i had a pair of those i thought that they were east bay specials like off brand but i'm sure that people like jumped in on that trend i mean i definitely had the and one slippers did you no really were they did did you think they were stupid by the time you heard of them or were like like, what like the the they were like a big craze they were slides or they no they, they were high top Oh, like slip on no, like one piece and i don't ones. think that i had these let I, me see and one i remember everybody everybody had these no for me back in the day like the big sneaker crazes were um the t-mac ones and t-mac twos i think the t-mac twos were like the hottest shit ever with the three, uh, the three stripes, the three blue yeah, yeah, stripes yep. that came down. Um, then there was like the the Iverson fours or something that had the little zipper on the side. I had those. Um, other than that, I had a I had a pair of Starberries, and Starberries were like oh, pretty, yeah, I pretty sick, dude. Like they were nice shoes for thirteen bucks, yeah, or whatever it was. Those things were pretty pretty cool. Yeah, that was uh, that was really cool. What what he did, I had. I mean, I definitely had the like the shacks. Did you have yeah, those? Yeah, I had a pair of those, and you could tell they were shacks. Got them at because, Payless. Yeah, they said shack. Yeah, right on the, the side of the shoe. The big uh, dunking logo. Yeah, I mean, and that that you think about it, pretty close to infringing on like the Jumpman. Yeah, thing. I think that was the point, though. Like. Yeah, they were like, this is the Payless version. <laughs> yeah. Although I don't think that Shaq is necessarily the Payless version of Michael Jordan. Like, honestly, no, definitely not. Like, Shaq, is, Shaq deserved better than, than like, the Shaq Payless shoes. But, but maybe he wanted Shaq, to do, like, the strawberry thing. If we know anything about Shaq, it's that he does never, he never turns down a deal. I mean, the man works with the general. <laughs> yeah, right. That is absolutely incredible to me. Uh, I, I forgot this uh, prison break update. Uh, T-Bag drops a Yo Mama joke at some point Ooh. when the two COs are interrogating him to get to find out where the money is. He says, I spent a bit of it last night on Yo Mama. And like, th- it's weird that that show goes in and out of like being like, in smart on the joke. <laughs> and like in on the joke and getting it like there's a i think there's a scene where unless i m- misread it uh the 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 brother the the one that got accused lincoln. of yeah lincoln and lj are walking and he was like hey saw you checking out those uh girls back there and he was like no i was just seeing if they like uh were staring at us and he was like they can't stare with their ass, buddy. And he was like, oh, okay, got me and everything. He was like, hey, so like, how long have you known that you liked girls? And I was like, that's pretty progressive. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then like two scenes later, like there, there's like a pretty homophobic line. They're like not where like the character, like a character is being homophobic, where like the show is kind of being yeah. homophobic. And I was like, all right, well. Yin and yang, baby. Yeah. They, Gotta I was give like, one to get one. <laughs> back then, back then. Perhaps in those shows. I didn't give my answer on the 
if you could have one article of clothing be new every day, it's pretty close to yours. I'm going more for comfort than you are. You probably have the smarter answer. There's nothing like new socks. Oh, man. What a weird choice. It's a super <laughs> weird choice, but I got some new socks recently, and I'm like, damn, if it weren't wasteful, like, I'm not going to say I will do this, but like for now, knock on wood, I could swing buying like a new pair of socks every, I don't know, like 10 days. How many pairs come in a thing of socks? Six. All right. Every six days, just like buy a new thing of socks and again i'm not doing this and like just like throw throw them away when you're done at the end you should do the you should do the old alan iverson oh right he would like do like entire fits and then just like leave them at the hotel right not even entire fits entire wardrobes he would go to a city not pack luggage arrive at the city have somebody buy him an entire wardrobe for like two to three days and then leave it at the hotel that's incredible. <laughs> insane, but such such a baller move. That's incredible. Um, on the subject of Iverson, rough week for him. He might be getting pushed down the uh, press conference power rankings. Oh, yeah. I think Nikita Kucherov, <laughs> we were saying after, we did a show Friday, we were saying after, we were like, man, we should have just came in every block with the Kucherov press conference and then just talked about whatever we wanted for five minutes, then show it again, talk about whatever we want. I think my favorite part of the Kucherov press conference is that he was not provoked at all. Like he, oh, came, yeah. he came in so hot and ready to rant. Like usually you see when that happens, you like a guy's had a few and he's like trying to hold it together yep. and then like it'll go off the rails and he'll just be like, ah, fuck it, whatever, we're here. Yeah. And Kucherov was walked into the room and was like all right, I'm going I'm to trash this hotel room. So that's my second favorite part of it. My favorite part of it is that this was on a Zoom thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, th- I don't know how many people were actually present for that. So like, you got to remember, he's kind of sitting in a room by himself, just like looking at a computer screen doing that. And the, I mean, the, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. It's like the most drunk thing you can do. Get, do some like rant to yourself and then follow it up with like, Right, come on. Like, come on. With, like, breaths in between. It was fantastic. The light, I didn't root for the lightning at all. Again, I thought that people complaining about the lightning were a little much, but... There was nobody to root for. Right. I, I love the lightning now. They're so entertaining. I love that they're rocking the shirts that say $18 million over the cap, that they're goofing off. I love it. But I like that this year, like last year when they were when they were doing the, all the parade stuff or whatever during the pandemic, it felt weird. And I was like, ah, this feels tone deaf and like right. stupid. And it's it's just like uh, like I know that they want to celebrate or whatever and that they deserve to celebrate. But like you just played an entire playoff run in the fucking bubble. Right. And then now it, it's nice that like. It feels normal to have a parade and have these dudes just be like drunk assholes. Right. But even the rain got them. You see that? Yeah. But like, it, they didn't care. Who was <laughs> doing, did you, who was sliding across the stage on like a little like. Oh, the cart? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was like I a cart. Like was. a guy like slid across the stage in the cart and everybody like went nuts. <laughs> like he was doing like a magic trick and I was like, it has wheels on it. Like, <laughs> right. So that's exciting. We're this thing, this is a rough timed week episode. 
summer because we have so much stuff coming out. Howmouth also has new music on the way. So John Mayer, Sob John Rock. John Mayer, the rest of Sob Rock is coming. So I believe the Big Red Machine album comes out on Friday as well. Ooh, interesting. There's a lot of stuff. All right, so we didn't maybe, even mention Space Jorm. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll do like, should we do like a stream Friday, or should we just like record the Friday episode Friday? Or I was, what? yeah, I was wondering if we would, if we should do it like via stream. We haven't we done a watch, stream in a while. We could watch Space Jam in the morning because it's on HBO Max, mm-hmm. and then do something after. Maybe is it one of those HBO Max deals though, where like you have to pay for it? I don't think so. Okay. I'd be really upset if that were the case, but. I'm down to see like Escape Room on Thursday night and then like Space Jam on Friday morning. Then bang out an app. Yeah. All right. Friday, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. We'll see you there, babes.